0: Welcome to Gin and Gentlemen, with me, Eleanor Harkstead, bringing the gin. And
1: accompanied by a shopping trolley full of gentlemen, Catherine Curzon. Uh,
0: and today, Catherine, why have you brought all your gentlemen in a shopping trolley? Because,
1: <laughs> because today, Eleanor, we are taking our lovely listeners on a shopping trip, but we're not going to take them to the British institutions of Harrods or Nicks or Selfridges. We are going to take them. To
0: the supermarket.
1: We are. I mean, supermarkets...
0: Oops, they, they exist all over the world they now do. almost I would think but there's always something about a supermarket that when, when you go on holiday and you go oh, I'm just going to pop into the supermarket because I need to get some food and then you have to kind of contend with it's like a supermarket like we have h- at home but obviously every supermarket is different because it kind of reflects the place where, where mm. you are so for those of you listening abroad who've never been in a British supermarket some of what we may, we may be about to say you'll think what but that's the joy mm. of learning about what everybody. I don't think there's
1: going to be much awesome. that's different in supermarkets worldwide. I think we will learn <laughs> in this that people are alike all over.
0: I think, well.
1: But we, we were going to start with the precursor to the supermarket, which is the local shop. And oh, yeah. The local shop that, sadly, they are rather less of now because of supermarkets. Mm, but the local shops where... Anything went basically. Yes. And I was telling you earlier yes. about our local local shop when I was growing up, which was run by a man that everyone called Malcolm, but it wasn't actually his name. But they <laughs> called it him to his face. Malcolm. Malcolm. <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but it wasn't his name. And Malcolm would sell single cans of woodpecker to anyone with deep pockets, regardless of their age. Oh and also and I, I I was a good girl, I never smoked. He would sell a single cigarette and <laughs> a match for sixpence.
0: Oh that's kids naughty! it in
1: a cool <laughs> uniform as well Oh
0: my Malcolm's goodness
1: shop. and the shop I think is still there, but he's long long since retired
0: my My grandparents ran um a corner shop um and it's it's still there it's it's mm. still it's still a corner shop now. oh no has it no, I tell a lie. it may have turned into a fish and oh, chip excellent. shop, <laughs> which is good i mean that's that's good mm. i' don't, I don't mind that at all, and I think it's the thing you end up they ended up selling. Mm all sorts of bizarre things and my other grandparents ran a newsagent which is obviously they sold newspapers and sweets and fags and stuff and because my granddad liked gardening he also used to sell loads of seeds mm. as well. Where I
1: live now there's a newsagent and it's it's really old school. It's like tiny and it's so packed with mm. stuff you literally can't turn around in the shop. But when you've made your oh purchase, you have to kind of like back out of the shop. And <laughs> it looks like the windows are completely covered in, you know, like different posters and things like that. There's no daylight in it at all. And you go in, mm. you like walk along the aisle to the counter where the guy sits. Mm. And it's like, how does he get out to do any stuff? Stock- Taking or anything. It's brilliant. <laughs> he's like as old as the hills, like a really old Yorkshireman. And he's, yeah. just, you know, he's like a hobbit or something. <laughs> and it's just like a really old school shop. And his counter is covered, you know, panini, different panini sticker boxes. Like he says, oh, yes. hundreds of different ones of those. And they're piled up so high that he just kind of peers out between them. But I don't know. It's amazing. But I've seen women coming out with push chairs. And he's, they're kind of reversing out of the shop. And he's kind of saying, oh, you're all right. You're no one behind you. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's brilliant. It's a very Yorkshire <laughs> oh, shop. Oh, like, that's sounds fab (laughs) and i told you uh, this is a bit of a it's a grim story i told you about the shop in my grandma's village where Mm. my grandpa's village was tiny and they were there what were still are quite strict licensing laws about when you can buy certain things but this shop just completely flouted them and if you wanted to buy like a can of beer at eight o'clock on a sunday morning they would sell it to you i mean obviously i never did because at the time i was five you know but it was also the, the really random things happened and it was a really little nice village and mm. actually i'm not going to tell the story because it's a bit triggering for some people but an incident happened in the shop that in any other place in the world would have just sent shock waves through the community but there it was just mm. like well you know it's the shop people go in there to do certain things and this random violent event happened in the shop without you know not on a horrible ending but it just yeah. was less important to, than the fact that they wouldn't sell tangerines singly; they only sold them by the net, and that was like <laughs> a point of more contention than this random violent event that, like a violent event of self harm, that occurred in the shop. Yeah, oh my goodness. and that makes it sound very, very bad. It wasn't actually that bad, but it was more this kind of like yeah. you know, like a, a local village, and it it mm. was more kind of like, well, you know, that's that's moved on now, but I want a single tangerine. That's just not on. <laughs> And I remember once um, I had to go, I went to Malcolm's shop to get some sherbet dab. And while I was there, Malcolm said, oh, I've got some. And he had like a four pack of cider for my dad for something to do with some sort of golfing game they played. And they've had a game oh of God. golf and my dad had won some cider. I don't know what the deal with that. And he said, do you want to take it? And because I was a bit of a goody two shoes, I said, oh, I don't think I can. I'm only 13. And he said, how do <laughs> you pee your pocket? And I had on like, because I was that kind of kid, I had on. A bomber jacket, like in the eighties, everyone had a silky bomber jacket. I had one of those, and I remember because it had a Paris Regiment um, shield on the shoulder, on badge on the shoulder. Um, And he. Once we'd ascertained that my pockets were big enough I was allowed to take the cider That's terrible isn't
0: it I had a friend who worked in like a little neighbourhood mm. shop And she was really surprised when she started working there Little kids would come to the shop To buy fags mm, for their parents yeah. And they let them buy them Because he said well, well I know it's for yeah. their parents Because their parents are at home well, watching he the telly And, them, and I was just like was the kids. The other day I was in the supermarket And there was a little boy in there buying some baguettes mm. <laughs> So different, different world so The world different just moved world. on Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah. and i think that's part of the thing that with the supermarkets that people do say you know it's like all things it is kind of it taking away some of the character of those little shops i
0: think i mean yeah, they still exist I think
1: so. they do say this which is lovely but more mm. and more it's when a local shop opens now it's owned by one of the big supermarkets like you get the big the little tescos and the little morrisons and things like that but mm. i don't think they don't have that character of these, like, strange... No, like, don't. it's great that this tiny news agency is still there. It's still... Yeah. And also, he sells, bizarrely, year-round. He has the world's most amazing selection of fireworks. But he sells it all year-round. <laughs> and it just feels like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a tiny, narrow space piled up with paper and fireworks. Yes. <laughs> I don't I don't buy fireworks. But if I did, I don't know if I'd buy fireworks from him.
0: No. No, because they, they'd really light, light it and it would actually just be, like... B and H, just be the cigarette. No, I'm thinking the other, like you light it, and you sort
1: of take your face off to quote Alan Cartridge. Take never throw water that on a fat fire. On your face. It'll take your face off. <laughs> Sorry.
0: We we were talking about um, adventures we had in Quicksave. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Student adventures in Quicksave. And if anyone listening yes. doesn't know what Quicksave is, it's gone now, I think, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it got bought out by the co-op. It was
1: the bargain basement supermarket of the 90s. I'd say. Yes. And one thing that we do want to say is that nothing we're saying here is based on the any assumption about the people that shop in the shops or anything like that. In terms of Mm. oh, that's a you know a posh shop or not a posh shop. But Quicksave was noted for its popularity
0: amongst students. Oh, oh, hang on! I've just found out something. Oh, I just thought you just found the, out.
1: Uh, Either you're on the internet, or well, you just had some sort of divine.
0: <laughs> yes, I just suddenly remembered. Now, um, apparently, what they went into administration oh, in two thousand and seven, but it was brought back in twenty twelve. But by that point, my local Quicksave had turned into a co-op. Does it
1: still exists, then? Are there Quicksaves?
0: Apparently so, but I haven't seen one in years. I'm looking now. I'm so... looking to see
1: if I can find one. Relaunch as a budget budget fascia. Thank you, Wikipedia, for cost cutter. Oh, there you go. But quick save oh, as well. Right. It, it sold I don't want to, because I remember going as a student, but I think it sold, did it sell branded product? But you didn't buy them as a student. You bought Quicksave's own, which yeah, were labelled in, and you knew what I meant when I said this, Helen, but labelled in the 18 font. You know, that yes. this, like stark military stencil. And it was a white packet of yeah, stencil-like it. chips. And it wasn't yeah. that, wasn't P- it? Like bread. Pasta, sp- not pasta, spaghetti hoops. Yeah, it would be bread. Biscuit. Biscuits. <laughs> yeah. And I remember no cooking some of their um, oven chips. And I'm not going to lie, I ate them because they were tasty. But the amount of fat that came out of those oven chips was quite frightening. (laughs) You know, kind of like it's almost sparking in the oven. But it was kind of like you could buy a tin of beans for sixpence, couldn't you? And I remember people, I was one of them, because you're a student, you're not paying for a taxi. Dragging quicksave bags towards the uni, you're like having to stop every few feet to put them down.
0: Yeah, if, if I had friends who did that when I was a student, and they go, Oh, yes, we, we just got a taxi mm. back from the supermarket, and it was what? like, Have you just won the lottery? How did you afford what? I'm looking where throwing we're, money we're away. Now, let's have a look. Use, use your location, I don't want to do that don't want to sell QuickSafe <laughs> where I live. They might bombard you'll, me. You'll start, you'll start getting adverts for QuickSafe following you around yeah, on the internet. Yeah, they bombard me.
1: <laughs> with. I, I'm really intrigued by this because I thought it was gone. I'm mm, genuinely intrigued. I thought so. I haven't seen more. Apparently my postcode doesn't exist, so I can't do much more than that. <laughs> Oh well. <laughs> oh well sorry quick
0: save it doesn't exist Yes, yeah, see I remember going into quick I and I hadn't been in one before and I was a student so I was like quick save that, that sounds good for mm. me and I, I went round to my shopping and I got to the, uh, the good till, for me and the woman <laughs> but it was and, and just the the woman on the checkout wasn't the friendliest lady I've ever encountered in a customer service environment she didn't want to be there or yeah, well, she obviously wanted to be somewhere mm. and yeah she, she, she wanted to go on a holiday maybe and oh, sort of, sort of threw the stuff down to the end of the, uh, of the thing and, and is that at the bottom of the um, of the counter they just had a shopping trolley, which just seemed out of place. And then when I said, "Oh, um, could I have a bag, please?" And then she just sort of just sort of went. Yeah, she, went, she went, you've got to pay for that. I mean, nowadays you have to pay for yeah. bags in, in Britain, but in those days you didn't, and you just kind of got no, given very them. Unusual, and it was just wasn't like, it? I was like, I was like, I've got to pay for yeah. a bag. What, what is well, this place? The packaging
1: was called No Frills. No Frills. Literally, the white sliced bread, it just says on it, white sliced bread. And the cornflakes yeah. is just a white box on which it says in black, cornflakes. Like, there is no, <laughs> literally no frills. The can of beer is a white can that says on it, beer.
0: It's like a supermarket on a television programme where they haven't got any commercial or it deals.
1: Would be like, you know, when you were a kid and you bought like a play shop and you'd get a yes. box and you'd colour them in yourself. It was like yeah. that. but that packaging was it was iconic, wasn't it? In student mm. halls across Britain. And yeah. it was I think if you're a slightly more flush student, you went for the what my me and my friends called Tesco Two Stripe. Tesco is a leviathan of supermarkets, isn't it? it and they are everywhere and they're I don't know why, but if someone on TV is going to Supermarket, they're always like, I'm going to Tesco. So it feels like that. It probably isn't. But Tesco 2-Stripe was a slightly more colourful... <laughs> branding which was was it just like white with two two stripes and it would say on it then
0: beer yes very and i think they've done away
1: with that now and they call it like the value everyday value or something yeah but, to be fair yeah. <laughs> if you were on a budget as a student and that's you know only as a, i'm not speaking for anyone else on a budget as a student you didn't really consider because you wouldn't say oh you know for not that much more i can actually get that you just go, that's really cheap. Mm. I'll buy 10 of those yeah. cans of beans we,
0: at sixpence each. I remember when they, they launched their value mm. range and um, my, my dad he loved the bargain mm. and he just his eyes oh, were popping my out of his head. That. He was my just like look at how cheap this is and do you know why it's cheap because they haven't had to pay a graphic yeah. designer to photograph beans to put on my the tin they just put stripes on it absolutely
1: loved it absolutely <laughs> loved it he was like and some things to be fair if you wanted like my granddad liked old you know like custard creams that sort of old school biscuit
0: and mm. oh yeah they did yeah a good they're cu- very much to-
1: what you they are what you want they're... if you want like a bourbon biscuit that's a good it's a bourbon biscuit, but not mm. everything. So I remember my grandma in the cling film, and it wouldn't cling, and <laughs> having a massive Barney about it. What the point? It's cling film. It doesn't cling. It's the only thing it's supposed to do. Yes, it's now just get film. She <laughs> took it back. She took <laughs> it back and remonstrated politely because she was a very polite lady. But she took it back and left. Not only did she leave with a better cling film, she didn't have to make up the difference. Because she demonstrated its <laughs> lack of cling and the lady behind the counter said, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> so she left with I'm a ashamed. premium cling film but paid only budget <laughs> prices.
0: You know, I, I found a lump of paper in a vat of uh, Tesco Value vanilla ice mm-hmm. cream. And they, did, they, gave me, they gave me a refund mm-hmm. for it. Um, and I, got, I think I got like a, a £5 voucher Do for Tesco. you know,
1: you used to get much better than that. I won't say the brand. But in around about 1982, my dad found a brush bristle, you know, for a sweeping brush, in a Um, well-known brand of ready-made fruit pie. So if anyone knows, they can fill in the gaps, I'm sure. And he wrote a letter. Was it exceedingly good? I'm not going to give you a clue, but I won't say it's not that. He wrote a oh, letter yeah. to the supplier, and they sent back a crate of cakes. And I mean, like, oh my they, it had in it one of every box they did. Can you imagine? It was like child utopia. Do you want to dive in?
0: See, I, I'm wondering if maybe maybe my my voucher was like a sort of Tesco value voucher. Well,
1: it's <laughs> That's the was case for a now, fiber. because I... I... I, I don't complain frequently But things that are wrong I'll complain And not in a nasty way But you know Just like when it's not right And you've paid for it And mm. you don't get The quality of Apology item You used to get Like no one's giving out Crates of cakes these days But basically You just want a no you... replacement don't you You want it to be right
0: Yeah When I, when I was little I had uh, I loved Sylvanian mm. families And the light In my Sylvanian Doll's house <gasps> broke I rang them up And was like Going <laughs> the, the <light laughs> It's broken my in time. my doll's house. And I got this box through the yes. post of loads of, it wasn't just the light switch, it was loads of they cool did. stuff. That, and some of it was prototypes that weren't even that on the market. Things you. like, there was a phone box and With all sorts of Star stuff. Wars it was so stuff.
1: amazing. I, I, there was a called the Bounce Wonder oh. Club, and if you bought Star Wars figures, there was a token on the back and you could send them off. And I sent them off for a Hothwomper and they didn't <laughs> have any left in stock, but they offered me my choice. I could choose one of two spaceships and one of three oh, figures. Wow. But when I sent it wow. off, they sent me them all. They were like, oh, you know. it's it's not fair, it's near, and it was near Christmas, I remember that, and they said in the letter, it's nearly Christmas, so Santa says you should have everything. And as a kid, you were like, (laughs) I like this. And I think...
0: And it's also good to know that Father Christmas and George Lucas are obviously, you know, working
1: together. That instilled in me a lifelong, if this isn't right, I'm going to complain, because once I got all that free Star Wars (laughs) stuff. But, you know, I'm not, as I say, but, on one occasion, I was behind a woman, and again, I won't say the shop, but it was a well-known <laughs> high street chemist <laughs> that also sells mm. a variety of other sandwiches, for instance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the lady <laughs> in front said, I bought a prawn sandwich. But then she just said, but look inside it. And she opened it. And the oh, lady God. behind the door went, oh, my God. I put a hand over her mouth. And the lady oh, in front went, I know. And she said, I can't... oh, my God, like that. Oh, my God. And then she called a supervisor and she said to the supervisor, but they, we couldn't see what it was. She said to the supervisor, before you look, just get ready. And she opened it and the supervisor went, oh my Jesus. Like literally that, like, oh my Jesus. And then she said, come back. We we're going to the office. And oh the goodness. worst thing was, then we went to buy our stuff and the lady on the till went, oh, that was awful. But my mum said, Oh, I can imagine. And I was like, "No, why didn't you say what was it?" Yes. Because she didn't want to look nosy. But he's like, "Oh, I can imagine. What was it? What could it have
0: been?" Do you know what? Do you know what I'm hoping it was? I hope she made a hole in put the bottom of the sandwich it. and put her finger through it. Hope it was a finger. <laughs> and then just wiggled it well, right? when they the, the popular
1: sandwich. guess is always a big spider, but the reaction seemed a bit a bit overly uh, for a spider because you think of a spider they go, "Oh." Do you know what I mean? I don't oh. know. I think I I think this is my thoughts Maybe a plaster with blood on it or something?
0: Oh, it could be, couldn't it?
1: But then would you get, I like, find some real revulsion to, that? to that? Maybe mm. that? Maybe a plaster still attached to a finger. I it don't know. But we'll never know. But it was in a prawn sandwich. So, And weirdly, because <gasps> my gran was a bit like this. When we told my gran she would never eat a prawn sandwich ever again unless she'd made it herself. Because she'd say, oh, I still no. remember that one in booze. Like, you weren't even there. I think grand's fantastic at that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, my, my granddad was like that with um, the salmonella mm. thing and with eggs. And my granddad was like, wouldn't even eat something that had an, an egg had been in Well, my idea. granddad was very small
1: because <laughs> he had hens of his own. So he had his own hen eggs. So he was like, these definitely haven't got salmonella because they're out of my hen. And I just like <laughs> that sort of And also as a child, you go, oh, that makes sense, you know. Smokes as well. He smokes eighty, you know, roll-ups or pipes a day, and he's all right. So clearly, he's superhuman as a child, and therefore, if he says those eggs are good. Those eggs are good.
0: I remember at the time when that happened that there was some, or is it later? There was um an RAF retirement home, and there were all these old blokes, and some of them were like veterans of the Battle of hmm. Britain, and they were told that they weren't allowed to have the soft. Oh, soft I can imagine eggs. how that went down. And they all went. I, I was flew in the Battle of. Bell in yes. prison I can have a soft boiled egg if I want yes. one. <laughs> so yeah, they had to back oh, down. <laughs> I, I, I
1: love a soft boiled egg. They got their soft boiled eggs. I couldn't go on without I couldn't go on without soft boiled eggs.
0: Dunking your soldier. <laughs> in oh, your, in, your, in
1: your egg. We take my chances. Indeed. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that was the weird story of the prawn sandwich. The weird story of the prawn <laughs> sandwich. But we were thinking as well that obviously people in Britain, as in all over the world, like to save a penny don't we and we we've do, had yes. in the last few probably now a couple of decades actually a kind of influx of the scandinavian giants which mm. began with obviously netto but that's gone now i think and it i wasn't... remember we used to go to denmark when we were little our family used to go to denmark and that's where we first encountered netto and it was amazing because you know english supermarkets everything's <laughs> laid out and in racks and dinner but in netto it was just piled high so everything i can't explain why it was so amazing but it was like the equivalent of when you're an adult and you go to the cash and carry and it's like but i need i don't know i need this like catering size box of
0: ruffle bars i need
1: (laughs) it i need i can't just buy a packet of 20 bourbon biscuits
0: i need this packet of 200 yes and i'll just put them under the (laughs) stairs
1: And I think I could be wrong, and I, you know, I'd so. But I think it was those that kind of killed off the quick saves, wasn't it? Eventually, I
0: think because I think
1: I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna say it's better quality, but I think there was
0: a perception that the quality was better.
1: I don't know, having not done a taste test, I can't speak for who's baked beans were better.
0: Well, because then they had that thing as well, that they weren't like the no-frills packaging. Mm. It, like, Aldi Proper has, packaging. it just buys in strange European brands that seem familiar, yeah. but not quite. It's, it's, it's like having having a, a dream yeah. where things similar, but not quite. It's like quite an uncanny valley. Yeah,
1: and I think as well, as a cheese lover, that <laughs> Lidl and Aldi, but Lidl in particular, has some amazing cheeses, but you never know what they're going to have. So it's just like, you go in, you're like, I, I fancy some. I need a cheese fix. And I could go to Sainsbury's, mm. and I know that they're going to have, you know, whatever cheese is famous varieties. But in Little, I've never heard of that cheese. I'll buy it. And
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember
1: as well. They had an offer on Mantego once, and it was so cheap. And Ooh, that is I such like an amazing cheese. And it is. I was like chucking it into the trolley. What <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: What I mean, top tip: just drizzle a little bit of olive oil mm. over the top. If it is good, cheese is cheese fantastic. Hack i love cheese
1: we were talking because eleanor knows this um i am a eurovision nut i love eurovision and every year we have a eurovision buffet and it's basically go to little and just do a trolley dash around Little. you know the more you can't interpret what the label actually says the better and it's like your trolley is stacked high with cheese and pork based product and kind of like a year's salt intake in one night but you know because it's so cheap That you ultimately end up spending twice as much as you wanted to spend, but you have twice, three times as much food. And for the week after Eurovision, we're always kind of eating buffet food for a week. (laughs) But it's brilliant for, yeah, for any Eurovision or Euro-themed event. It's just... It is, as we were talking earlier, it is like Supermarket Sweep.
0: Our local Aldi has um, It always has plants out, um, mm, outside mm. it for sale. Is that it's a normal, an Aldi, that thing, a normal yeah. Aldi thing? That's an Aldi it's thing. It's an Aldi thing. What was quite funny is that when you walk down the street, when, when all the hanging baskets mm. start going on sale in Aldi, and you can see all the houses that have got, got Aldi, Aldi hanging, hanging basket.
1: baskets. Is it that kind of like green globe? The green foliage globe it's as well. very popular. Oh, yes, The foliage <laughs> globe. They're quite a popular <laughs> item, I think
0: it's it's sort of a certain sort of way the basket sort of sort of plastic yeah. basket with a certain sort of flower yeah. coming forward.
1: yeah 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 but the other thing as well that we were saying with aldi and little is the the magic aisle in the middle which oh, yeah. if if you haven't been in the aldi or little the magic aisle and is basically like a huge line of like wire bins isn't it and in mm. it are whatever that week's specials are and sometimes they're quite boring, like big bags of crisps or something. Mm. But sometimes it's like, I live in a town that's completely, well, the town that's nearest my village is completely landlocked, but there's always wetsuits. <laughs> or there was a whole, a time when it was all equestrian gear, which is great, if you've got a size three feet
0: and nothing else. Yes. Yeah, it's like someone, someone at head office has got, I've got a really good deal on this. Like, they're, they're selling this to us really cheap because they need to yeah. get rid of it. What is it? And it's like flip-flops. Although if you want to bargain socket left-
1: if you want a bargain socket set, like, there's always yes. a bargain socket set to be had.
0: Pressure washers. And also,
1: i tell you what Rick did get. When Blu-ray players were very difficult to get in England that would play American discs, Aldi was selling mm. one. And it was like a bargain. It was about £40. And, but Ooh. because it was in Aldi, no one knew about it. So he snuck in and bought it. But it was also, it was, it was precious. So it was in the locked cabinet of precious goods. You know, precious kind of like goods. with the, the cafetiers and the sat <laughs> <laughs> there. But I love the Magic Isle. I really love it.
0: You know what? The one near me tends to have like loads of pants. in Yeah, that aisle. that's
1: not so exciting.
0: It's not, but it's kind of like I'm. I'm not sure why. If I was going to go and buy my shopping, like just buy some apples, I'd also go. Oh, well, I suppose pants. maybe it's one of those
1: things though. <laughs> that if you were getting, it, say, you were doing a big shop. The English thing of a big shop. Yeah. You might think, "Oh, do you know, I could do with some spurs. And since yeah, I'm here, and are. I'm sure they like they'll be a basic but a perfectly serviceable underpants, because yeah. they always sell men's underpants as well. Yes, it's it's impulse buy. Yeah. But sometimes you can get a bargain. You can get like, you know, like a nice expensive candle at a bargain, because I love a bargain. Because I live in Yorkshire. I'm yeah. not from Yorkshire, but like, you know, I love it. and I'm allowed to say that because my Yorkshire friends all say that is a Yorkshire thing, loving a bargain. And mm. you can get some I mean if you want like say a bargain wetsuit. Fine, but I've not really got any call for that. But some of the <laughs> stuff as well. I remember you know like things like you feel oh I think I think I want a George Foreman grill because it's cheap. <laughs> or I think I want I don't know, it's always like a bread maker, wasn't it?
0: I want a Lilo shaped like a ham uh, or at
1: the moment <laughs> actually at the moment they have got them, they're shaped like unicorns or donuts. Donut, donut, yes. donut Lilo. Oh, it's not really a...
0: it, which are really useful if you live incredibly far very from the useful, yeah. it's Very useful. Yes, very useful. And it's kind of not raining very much at the moment. And either, also, so it's kind of a, like when I'm I used to
1: food. go on holidays as a that was something you would always buy, but you would buy it when you got there. And then oh, you would yeah. quite often leave it in the chalet or the sh- apartment for the next lucky camper. I like to yeah, think no, they there no, like enterprising go, people in the resorts, you know, like who cleaned out the rooms and sold them on flea markets and stuff. I hope so.
0: You sold it back to the shop yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, just took it back there, There you go repackage that.
0: I found it. the receipt in the bin I was emptying oh, as well. on <laughs> a few
1: occasions you took them home, because you'd say, oh, we'll take those next holiday. But then next holiday, your dad would say, oh, we'll just buy you another one when we get there.
0: Don't drag it over the pebble! Oh.
1: Oh. <laughs> it's burst! Well, I got one in Florida, Broken it, saved, it like, Shamu the whale, the killer whale. There was no way I was letting them leave that. <laughs> take no. my Shamu home!
0: <laughs> God. <laughs> See, I, I, had, I had, I did the classic Brit, Brit in Spain thing once, and I bought um, a, a Sombrero, and um, we got on the plane with it, and I was—I had no idea how to bring it back. And I and I said to the the air hostess, and I should point out this wasn't recently. I was fourteen, and I said it's all right, I'll wear it. <laughs> she just went, "No, you're not wearing that on the plane." And it ended up in the overhead locker. I see people in them on planes. <laughs> yeah, because you can't what you can't put it in your suitcase, can you? Like, We've all you seen do, those stag
1: st- photos, you know, stag quality photos where someone is regardless of where they are in the world, someone's wearing a sombrero. Oh, yeah, it's like part of the stag uniform isn't it a sombrero but the thing that but, uh, um you were saying in aldi obviously the thing that we must sing aldi's praises for is it's gin selection yes
0: it's award-winning it has
1: award-winning um, gin
0: in in aldi
1: they a friend of mine who is um well i spoke about this chapter he's very very good chef and his wife is very knowledgeable about wine and spirits and they sell it in you know in the cafe and it's beautiful and she Says that Aldi's gin selection is kind of like up there, you know. Oh. That they have, especially I... around Christmas, or they do that, you know, when they do the gin festival mm. and they have all different gins and quite, I think, off as well, quite small, quite small distilleries stocked there. Ah. So I like a spot of gin, as you know. Yeah. And I've had some Aldi gin and it was nice. I'm I mean, like, it was nice. If anyone, I think Pippa like... might be about to bark, so apologies in advance if you don't. She's looking at the <laughs> door and growling, which is always fun when I'm in the house on my own at night. Thanks, Pippa.
0: What's going on? That's creepy.
1: Yeah, it was con- just be because she said someone outside or something. It's raining, so you know, if she hears a car go through the rain or something. But she's actually yeah. now staring at the chest of drawers, growling, which is means probably a spider or something.
0: <laughs> i got um a top tip from uh an archivist who, 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 was, who works as a con- conservator mm-hmm. um and one of the things she has to deal with is mold oh things! Mold. and her top tip is chuck it away aldi vodka. Aldi
1: vodka. <laughs> Bas- yeah. i'm guessing the budget one yeah. yeah
0: the cheapest the cheapest vodka in aldi yeah. if you need to get if you need to get mildew or anything mm-hmm. off old books that's what you need, because it gets rid of it, but it's also gentle enough that it doesn't like damage it. That's the sort
1: of stuff that, you know when you're at uni again and you want some alcohol? I remember drinking, instead of Bacardi and Coke, bikini rum and roller cola. Oh, no. And the, to be fair, the Roll rum wasn't cola. that bad, but roller cola. Come on, how much were we actually saving? Do you know what I mean? I but know. then it became it a t- thing like, do you want a bikini and roller? <laughs>
0: Ooh. And my flatmate and it's like, it's... made
1: a cheese fondue, which she made it out of you know, that cheese where you got like a huge block and it tasted of nothing. Mm. She made it out of that, and that was from QuickSafe because it said on the packet, it just said cheese. <laughs> she made it out of that and a bottle of I mean, I don't think you could get it at the time, but what would now be Lambrini, you know, sort of like wine that's like 89p for a bottle. Oh, yeah. oh and it tasted
0: vile. Yeah, see, that's the thing, isn't it? What you know, there's a point with cheapness where. It's so cheap that it is actually quite horrible. But imagine and... those
1: two things mixed in a fondue pot.
0: Oh, no, that's not nice, is it? Well, <laughs> yeah, those, so
1: those two things mixed in a fondue pot. Like, certainly when I was a student, again, not speaking for all students, you kind of don't have that... You sort of switch your critical faculty off, don't you? Mm. And you go, cheap. It's cheap. It's cheap. I'm a student. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I could buy spaghetti hoops at 50p, but why should I when these are 6? And this loaf is 10. Exactly. A meal for 16p, four we recorded our podcast you were reminiscing about supermarket Sweep. i don't know if everybody's going to know what that is but helen would you like to give as a sunset beach for you who really ever saw some supermarket Sweep because it was on the other side at the same time would you like to appraise yeah. our listeners of what it well, was it was
0: a, it was a <laughs> program that was on in the 90s i think with mm. the legend that was sadly um, dale winton okay. presenting it late dale Winton. and it was basically a program that was it was a it was a quiz show Mm. in a set in a a supermarket on a on Mm. a tv set and there were different sort of things you had to do so some of it was like you'd have like a riddle which would point to a particular product in the pretend supermarket Mm. or they would also have like a trolley dash where you had a shopping list which in a supermarket you're unfamiliar with is quite difficult i I would say my Um, research
1: tells me that actually we are preaching if you're in america to the converted because it's been running in america in nineteen sixty five.
0: Goodness me. Yeah.
1: And it ended in two thousand and three. But not everybody is in England or America and I don't know about it around the world. But it made it made it made a star out of Dale Winton.
0: It did. it did and and, and they, they basically have like sort of people often often women were on that program as contestants yeah. and they, they were really competitive like they'd be there and, and they'd be like <laughs> taking like you know the sort of low stance of a sprinter yeah, like on, head down on the, well. just about to run Furtling. off head down, holding onto the holding onto the trolley for like, and, and then one two three go 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 go, go! And, and the thing is that now whenever i go to the supermarket and i get to the checkout and i've forgotten something and i and i go and i run off and i know i shouldn't run in a well, supermarket be dangerous. yeah I, t- I take full responsibility for what would happen if i slipped um, <laughs> on a banana or something um i'd run to get what i need and just as i start going back again in my head i'm like oh this is like being on supermarket sweep and, and in my head i get the little jingle from it the next time it, you're, you're at the checkout and you hear the beep think of the fun you could be having on super Suite. We
1: have been giving it the wrong title What's it, it called? The official title was Dale's Supermarket Suite Dale's and Supermarket yeah. Suite And it ran from 1993 to 2001 And then it was revived for just a few months in 2007 and it has and recently ooh. been purchased by a large company who have said that the series ooh. will return it will it return will re- james bond it's like return. the end of a bond yeah. I was <laughs> yeah.
0: say. dale winton bought well so <laughs> it? he came in the morning
1: didn't he he's come about 9 15 or something like that in the jeremy yeah. kyle slot
0: it was it was the i'm ill <laughs> off school program yeah it was, it was.
1: <laughs> well not for me because i was at uni. 1993 i was at uni because i'm old <laughs> Hang on, you're not that. You're not that much younger than me. 1993 was that out in your school years? I was at school. Yeah, trying to work out if I was. Yes, that would have been the tail end of my sixth form. But I don't uh, think. It was, I think it didn't become a phenomenon until later.
0: No, Well, see. I remember when um Sleeper, who were an mm. indie band in the 90s, mm. and they had Dale Winton in one of their videos because it was kind mm. of based on Supermarket Sweep, and I think it might have been their song Sale of the Century. But then again, Jarvis Cocker, he was dancing like gyrating in a giant shopping trolley in one of his videos as well but then I'm again The sure. Clash they did a song about supermarkets
1: I'm sure lots of places lots of bands did Hull I was in my first year at uni then and Sleep mm. would have been around the same time like 1995-ish but I think it became a phenomenon as it ran on because at first you was think just think one so. more thing in that slot wasn't it
0: yeah and I think as well I mean he was going back to the 90s i mean i've heard people say that they really liked dale because he was like unashamedly camp mm. on telly um i mean not that unashamed, not that camp people on telly hadn't been a thing before but mm. there was something about particular at the way he was quite camp that mm. people actually found quite oh that's good that's good i'm glad he's on the telly mm. um representing so
1: representing poor
0: poor old dale
1: Repre- i was gonna make a joke there about john inman but i won't <laughs>
0: Again, set
1: in a shop. Again, yes, and <laughs> representing many years earlier. Indeed, many, indeed. I'm sure that there are others. <laughs> um, other camp men are available. <laughs> this is not the only camp man that's available. But there was also, um, there's usually like the three tiers, in not there, in the shop. There's like the basic one, which is your 18 font. And then yeah, there's the yeah. middle tier, which is what most people would probably buy if you, if you weren't a student thinking you could only afford 6p. And then there's like the god yeah. tier, which oh, is yes. like the really posh stuff. <laughs> And at, you yeah. might buy that at Christmas. You might think, oh, will buy that at Christmas. Or if it's on offer, you're like, oh, now it's cheaper than the middle tier. So that's something i having that.
0: Yeah, when, when it's in the, um, the just about to go off fridge, as I call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do with like the a, yellow just about it, to with with a yellow sticker on it, with a yellow sticker. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna risk it. <laughs> yeah, I would risk it, definitely. <laughs> but the thing is, I mean they, they can't sell you something that has actually gone past its date. So But you know, also
1: I'm um okay. I'm I'm noted. I think we had a conversation the other night. I'm I'm happy to I play fast and loose with best before <laughs> than eat buys. I play fast and loose. And mm. you know, at the moment, touch wood I am touching wood I'm winning, I'm ahead of the game. <laughs> but I will, I will happily. I, I just I laugh in the face of eat by. <laughs> <laughs> except on chicken where mm. i don't know if that's that feels like a grandma hangover for me she was a bit like you have to be careful with chicken yeah we'll but you think like salad. you know i i know someone who um for instance threw away some apples because it said on the label that they were best for a certain date and that day was yesterday but you can see from looking at an apple you can see you can see from the texture of an apple if it's gonna be okay so why would you well, throw yeah, it away that... without at least trying it
0: i i live with somebody who does that sound. oh dear <laughs> He just goes, but it's the date of, like, but it's still alright. Yeah, it's an advisory. It's not, it's, it hasn't gone off.
1: And the best before it's is fine. just an advisory as well. It is, it is, indeed. Rick's just <laughs> arrived. I'm telling you this, not for the podcast, and he's just looking at me like, what are you podcasting about? But, yeah, the god tier is kind of, if you're celebrating, you might, you know, like, get the posh crisps.
0: <laughs> In the co-op, mm. it's essentials then it's just ordinary and then yeah. and then it's like something called especially for you or something yeah like i think it's in like sainsbury's
1: is it it's basics mm. then it's ordinary and then it's yeah. is it taste the different sainsbury's oh
0: it could be because i it think it is, is. Yes, i think it might be. tesco's is that the, there's is two stripe ordinary and then there's a photograph on the packet of what's inside it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is it called? finest finest in tesco finest
0: you see what i like about it is um waitrose which mm. is quite a posh supermarket mm. to be fair um and what I, find, what I find hilarious about it is it has its essentials range mm. and in oh, the essentials yeah, yeah. ranges there are things in that range that you and just think essential. most people wouldn't think were essential essential hummus because, yeah, they, have essential, my house. Yeah, they have essential petit pois
1: <laughs> <laughs> well waitrose now, do you remember waitrose um got kind of mocked a couple of years ago for doing their student essentials list and it was in 2018 and this is not shading waitress this is you know it's all over the press it's not a joke and they did a student Mm. essentials list and on it was (laughs) marigold swiss vegetable brion powder organic (laughs) cider vinegar (laughs) organic italian seasoning organic soy sauce brilliant
0: oh my goodness and they
1: are the state oh and the last sorry the one that i couldn't see is um rose harissa uh,
0: what i mean th- i love i do like waitresses. because i think the food is very very nice but, <laughs> but mr curzon who is a great cook and loves to cook
1: and does a lot of our cooking doesn't have most of those items in his essentials cupboard no. i don't think they're most people's essentials yeah and if somebody yeah. has done a little write-up on it in a newspaper here and they're saying that the list comes to thirteen pounds, and they don't, and you could not actually make a meal from it because obviously it's seasonings and things like that.
0: Yeah, so that would be quite an interesting, interesting. <laughs> yeah, meal. it would.
1: Oh, I think oh, it's fantastic, dear. excellent. It is that's very, very Waitrose, and I think to be fair, when it got mocked, I think Waitrose kind of put their hands up to it. Yeah, it was. It's a fun one, <laughs> but yes, the, I don't know where the nearest Waitrose to us is actually, but it's certainly not anywhere in the vicinity although i do like a trip to M&S simply food i do like a bit of M&S. Oh
0: I, yes i do love simply food mm. yes when i when I, I i when i was going up to see catherine the other week and i was there's there's loads of M&S simply foods in super in a mm. r- railway station a bit of a thing aren't they so so on the way up i said shall i grab us something from M&S simply mm. food <laughs> for lunch so i bought some nice sandwiches and um, mm. my friend and i have
1: a tradition if we've been um to london on the train when we're coming back we always go to MS Simply Food and have a slice of cake and a little cocktail, tin a cocktail in a tin for the train back. Oh yes, the cocktails in it's a tin. It's a little tradition.
0: Yes, and those are like those little sort of single single bottles of wine mm. that's supposed to be one serving. Yeah. Yeah, they do. But then you see I have a I have an issue with this really, because then they you go, I need a glass for this and it's plastic no, and I just they sell... there's something
1: don't they now sell the ones in a glass where you just peel off the
0: lid? Oh, that's yes, that's better. Because drinking wine out of, out of plastic... a bottle. <laughs> so... <laughs> okay, just go straight for the bottle. That's easier, is But it? I think,
1: yeah, I can see why they do it, though. Because I suppose if it's going on a train, they're thinking it, that you're going to yeah, pour you it out break your bottle and put your bottle in the bin. But if your glass falls over, it's not going to cut. break and cut you. Yes. I don't yeah. know, because when I, I'm, as, as a veteran, as lots of, like, horsey-type things, the whole, like, a beer in a plastic cup at a... Rural show is quite common, mm. so I think I'm quite used to it. And also, I'm not really a wine drinker, so <laughs> I don't. If I am gin is my tip of choice, but if I have a little mini can of something like that, I I wouldn't drink it out of the can. I wouldn't mind drinking it out of a plastic cup, but I wouldn't drink it out of the can. It's like I have standards. Be you know? I just think as well, you know, I don't know. I think it goes back to that thing that when I was a kid, by granted, or you drink alcohol through a straw or out the bottle, it makes you drunk quicker. Ooh. And I don't know if any of that's true. I think that's obviously a myth, but it stuck with me and i don't really want to be drunk so it's like well you know i'll just i'll just sip it like a lady not <laughs> drink it knock through. it back out the can <laughs> that's thing i remember my grandson or oh, anyone drinking out of a can in the street or well, you know very it was a, it was a generational thing
0: i remember when i'm um... Many many years ago, when I when I used to have the occasional cigarette, mm. and then my stepmom said, "You can smoke in the garden, or you can smoke <laughs> indoors." She said, "But if if I see you walking down the street smoking a cigarette, that that is that is just not that's not happening. That's wrong. You're not doing it." Do you know today I
1: was somewhere today, and I won't say where, but. Somebody came out of this um, where we were and she was really like, she was like a really classy older lady, you know, in that way, Mm. sort of like a classical older lady with, you know, just like dressed in a smart two piece and everything. Oh, yeah. And then and pearls and all that. And then she took out a ciggy and lit it up. And I just thought, oh, you don't see that often anymore. No. You're just not used no. to seeing. Like when I was a kid, kids going to school, you'd see loads of kids with a cigarette. Yeah. Not me, I was never one of them. But I was walking through the village and there was a kid walking up through the village and she had a cigarette on it. It struck me that's the first time I've seen it in probably a decade. Like a school Ooh. child smoking a cigarette. Yeah, you don't see it no, very often. It's not it? a common thing anymore. That's because oh, shops oh. like Malcolm's now get crammed down on. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Malcolm not anymore. get away with
1: it. Shall we look at who's putting the fizz in our
0: gin this week? Okay, I'm going to pick Herr Schweppenstetter from um, Deutschland 86 Okay Just because, partly because he's got a brilliant name because mm. Schweppenstetter has to be, that's a that's a brilliant name um, and also because it's, it's a very good series and mm. um, I enjoyed Deutschland 83, that was excellent um, mm. and Deutschland six is very good at stripping just Makes me laugh. He's got this quite hang-dog hang face. Mm, excellent. He's, he's quite, he's quite, and he's quite, he's quite funny in a dry way. So excellent. Who's putting the fizz in your gin?
1: The putting the fizz in my gin. Um, it's an unusual choice. <laughs> putting the fizz in my gin this week is polymath and the most erudite broadcaster in England. The awesome Jonathan Meads. And the reason for this is not only do I love all of his stuff anyway i think he's an absolute genius and he has me in stitches but i'm currently reading his autobiography an encyclopedia of myself oh, right. and it's an autobiography unlike any other well i'm not reading it. i've got it on audiobook and he's reading it and it is unlike any other that i've ever read and he has a very distinctive voice i recommend if you haven't seen it actually Elena, i recommend that you search out on you can see it on um, video sharing sites
0: Oh, right. His
1: um, cultural visit to Birmingham. Cultural visit to yes, Birmingham. Yes, which is fantastic. It's hilarious. It's absolutely fantastic, but it's not disrespectful or anything like that. Yeah. It's um, it's very affectionate and it's fantastic. Well, and everything he touches is wonderful. I think so. Does he go to Cadbury World? He does.
0: Yeah. Does he? Does he, he go does. on the Cadabra ride in the little he car? He
1: does. He does quite a little segment in Cadbury World. I won't spoil it for you.
0: But oh, it's fantastic
1: and, and he also goes on a gondola down one of the birmingham canals an actual
0: gondola yeah because this is a thing that, we, that people in birmingham an actual always gondola, say gondola. You know, we've, we've got more miles of canals than venice and it's yes. like yes but you haven't got gondolas on them except and I think except when from, he's doing
1: it it's from the 90s i think and it's really really good and if you're not familiar with his work it's brilliant okay brilliant believe. when i saw this audiobook pop up in my audiobook app i was like I have to stop what I'm listening to to listen to that. And I did.
0: Oh, there we are. And we have one last segment, of course. Um, Out of the Inkwell. (laughs) Has that become the thing now? Is it the demonic voice? I think it has to be. Out of the Inkwell. Out of the Inkwell. Out of the Inkwell. What's
1: coming out of the Inkwell, Eleanor?
0: Well, some sort um, of
1: terrifying, crafty, beast. Well,
0: um, this, the 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 Cornish Adventures of the chef, of the Sweary Chef. Yes, <laughs> which isn't isn't the working title actually. That's no, just Cornish what Adventures of the Sweary
1: it. Chef and the Lovely Baker. Yes, the Swear Chef is lovely too, but Baker doesn't swear at all. Fiddlesticks is the worst you'll say.
0: Yes, there is a very amusing amount of swearing in it. There is a um, huge amount of swearing in it. Um. Yes, but it's all <laughs> but
1: necessary he, for plot and character development.
0: Yes, he is a sweary chef. I mean, if if, if it's he, part if he, of the thing. Yes, you know, if we said he's a sweary chef and he never swore, you'd go, "Well, that's that's you know, haven't you heard of show don't tell?" He just goes, "Oh crumbs!" Show me him swearing. Ooh, so we cr- do.
1: Oh no! oh crumbs! oh golly! Oh whoops! Ooh, Goodness whoops. me! <laughs> Sticks and stones. <laughs> Heavens above! Fudge! <laughs> that was fudge! Flip! <laughs> yeah. So, and that's a lovely, a lovely little tale of a little Cornish idyll
0: Yes, because we started, because we started writing it a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then, and then I think we realised that he he the chef stopped being sweary too early in the story. <laughs> he, yeah, I
1: think we um we jumped too far ahead too quickly. Yeah. Um. So we started writing a couple of weeks ago, and it's nearly finished, which is great. Always feels yes. good. So we're doing that, and we're also doing final edits on um, a Captain novel. Yes. Set in the world of Westminster politics, but don't worry, it's not the Captain and Brexit.
0: No. <laughs> You've no, you not been paused think...
1: for a scary long time. They're like, you were going, I thought it was. My copy of it is.
0: Captain Thorne had sort them all out, though, wouldn't he?
1: Captain Thorne would, with a, a sharp crack of his whip.
0: He'd soon have them all... Stop shilly-shallying about! You're you you shower get it all sorted
1: see i'm not going to make any assumptions about what his political leaning is but whatever it is he'd soon have it all sorted out
0: we would yes one way or another unlock
1: unlock oh you know when unlock was almost my favorite thing when i worked in parliament to the extent that um in the one that we're editing at the moment there is an unlock i don't know if you noticed that
0: I did notice it.
1: <laughs> the 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 language used in the vote scene in the chamber is correct. It's slightly shrunk so it wasn't just like someone going, Oh look what I know what they say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I wanted an unlock because I love a bit of um old age tra- aged tradition. We see there's, there's and, all these yeah.
0: um memes kicking about for the um John Burkhoff, mm. And they are quite funny for that because there is one where someone goes, Me trying to unlock my phone and then and then it's him going, Unlock <laughs> Unlock. Yeah. He's um
1: He's become a, John Burko has become a bit of um, become a bit of um, a celebrity. I think it's fair to say during yes. this process. Um, and as I say we're not we're not going to get
0: political. No, but we're just going to say it, it's but funny. John
1: Burko has certainly become a bit of a meme artist, and I think he probably appreciates it.
0: I think that my favourite is is Beethoven's Fifth meets Mr mm. Peter Bone. Mm. Mm.
1: <laughs> and obviously, by the time people hear this, unfortunately, I've just realised they're going to go, "What are they talking about?" But go and seek it out. Go and you know, use your favourite search engine and find it's,
0: it. It's all there, and it's all. It's I'm all well sure there.
1: that by the time I hear this, Brexit won't be done and buried. I'm sure that will still be rumbling somewhere. Unlock, rumbling <laughs> away like a, a blocked drain, <laughs> where you can't find what's blocking it. You just keep plunging it, and you know at some point you're going to have to spend some money and call someone out. But we're going to keep on plunging for a bit. There you oh. go. That's that's why I'm a writer because of amazing.
0: That was. Amazing that was- that was a very extended metaphor there. <laughs>
1: yeah, wonderfully extended <laughs> metaphor about a drain.
0: <laughs> I have one thing left to say, which is
1: goodbye and
0: unlock, unlock, unlock. Goodbye, bye. 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 Find out more at our website cursonharcsted.co.uk. Music courtesy of www.purple-planet.com.